When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala, and I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is my burden. It is my curse. But right now, as we are, Kristen, a week away from the induction ceremony. That is wild. I truly forgot because we're not going. It doesn't feel like it's happening. I But that makes me, you know, my expertise, I guess, uh, Makes me relevant for a, a brief period of time, maybe two or three days. We're not there yet. Uh, but who? everyone knows who just chimed in. It's my co-host, the skeptic, the voice of the people, the little devil on my shoulder, Kristen Stuttered. Hey, Kristen. Hi, Joe. Wow. Here I am. A, One a, week away from, from a ceremony that I should be really excited about and that I've kind of just like forgotten was happening. Kristen, <laughs> it's also the last week of... A very special bad pun oh, theme God. month. What is it? It's like Croctoberfest. <laughs> it's Crocstober, an October celebration where we cross over with other podcasts. What a terrible thing! What but a, what a, a very, fun, very a, a bad terrible thing. pun, but a fun, a fun idea. And we've had yes. a lot of fun this month, and we're we're closing it out strong. Very excited to have the hosts of the Song versus Song podcast, Todd Nathanson and Lena Morgan. Hey guys, yo. Todd, you're not allowed to complain about my stupid ideas from now on. <laughs> <laughs> You've, we've established a precedent here. <laughs> All right. I've yeah. never I've never crocked over Derberg you. Never happened. That's that's a very poorly constructed pun. It's it's not good. Especially when like Podtober was right there. Octopodber. That you are acting like that's better. Octopodber. Octopod is better than Crocstober. Crocstober sounds. I won't Crocs-tober. get us into another Crocstober. What's gr- What's great about it is that it makes you mad first and foremost. That is and true. And then secondly, no letters left behind. You get crossover in, in October, and all in one. You don't have to leave anything out, and it's yeah, inclusive. Boy. And I think it's actually it's actually very cool. And things that have the the phrase "no blank left behind" are always good. <laughs> yep. T- typically, historically, yeah, <laughs> that we could look at history to see that that is true. Don't examine it. Uh, <laughs> don't look any further. Yep. Todd, welcome back to the show. Uh, you joined us for this particular theme of the episode last year. And I just want to see, have you thought about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at all since we last talked to you? No. <laughs> see now we know who's who one person is making the bad puns and one person is trying not to think about the rock hall <laughs> no i usually do think about the rock hall this one missed me just like you guys are missing the ceremony which is very shocking to me i just assumed that this was like a yearly pilgrimage and it is and you well, know and this year they're pilgrimaging us to us and we're leaving town it just oh, the calendar works out that for the first time in like nine years, they're going to be in L.A. And so it wouldn't have to be a pilgrimage, but we are both attending a wedding of a very close friend in New Orleans that weekend. Oh, and that's you know unfortunate. What? It's Tell unfortunate, them. but I think we're going to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know weddings are worth it. it? We were just at a wedding and you were very happy. I mean, I didn't have to miss the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> you would have been stewing. <laughs> Absolutely well, I stewing. am curious. I'm actually thinking about how much of your brain is going to be like in your phone following what's happening, Joe. I mean, because the wedding is on Friday night, so it's not like you're going to be absent minded at the ceremony. But, you know, at the the next day when we're all partying. Day, in yeah. New Orleans. I feel like I don't know. I think I mean, it remains to be seen. Be- I think I'll be some media calls. I'll be present. I think I'll be present in the moment. And Lena, you have not been on this podcast before. So I got to know in general, what is your reference level for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You know, it's weird. I I never care about it at the time, but I always find that I'll want to go back and 
look at performances and stuff. So like, I was very happy when The Cure got in. That was like a, a thing that really pleased me. I love Robert Smith. One of these days, he's going to learn how to put on makeup. Um, it's not today. <laughs> that's the charm. But yeah. I mean, like, that's the vibe. Style. <laughs> I just, I, I, I love how like weirdly, like he's just so dry, but then he was super genuine in yeah. the acceptance speech mm-hmm. and it was really nice. And that made me happy. And, you know, I like Eddie Vedder saying things and Dave Grohl saying stuff. So, and you know, so, I mean, I, <laughs> so I like wow, so you. you really might like, like I feel like I'm I, like, I'm the audience, I guess. I certainly enjoyed, I remember watching Tom Petty, like, quietly accept that Prince was going to own the stage for the George Harrison. <laughs> That's like a real thing that always sticks out to me. And what was it? Was it last year that Paul McCartney inducted the Foo Fighters in yeah. and just talked about himself for like mm-hmm. a very long yes, time? That he is maybe correct. has never heard a Foo Fighters song. Uh- <laughs> I absolutely love Paul McCartney very much. And that was super on brand for him. But yeah, so I guess I have some. The answer yeah, it seems is, like you do. Seems like you I, do. Know, I know some things. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Wow, wow, wow. Incredible. And before we kind of proceed to today's topic, since it is, after all, Crocs-tober, I want uh, you guys to uh, let our audience know what your podcast, Song vs. Song, is all about. Crap, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, well, what do we well, podcast about? Well, here's what happened. One day, Todd's dad was like, you should make more videos and make more money. And Todd didn't want to do that. So he was like, how can I do that? But way less work and lazy. And behold, a podcast was born. What we do is we pick two similar songs, like say, Staying Alive versus I Will Survive. And then we argue about which one is the better one. That's basically the premise of the show. And occasionally we argue about which one William Shatner would perform better. It's it's a really important question. It It is. is. I was going to say deceptively important, but I actually feel that its importance is self-evident. (laughs) <laughs> yeah boy because i'm like thinking of staying alive versus i will survive i could hear shatner doing a really excellent version of both i would but give I it to i will survive i will survive yeah that yeah. would be the shatner factor if it came down to the shatner i give it to i will survive just him going yeah. oh no not i yeah <laughs> I will survive. that is true um i also well, we just did an episode that involved bob seeger and didn't you recently have a discussion about Bob Seger's appearance at, at the Rock Hall of Fame that has been scrubbed apparently because yes, it's we, so bad. Yeah, we we talked when we talked to Pat Finnerty early this month. We were talking about his version of old time rock and roll. And actually, I'm glad you brought this up because at the time when we were talking about it, I didn't really have the context for where Bob Seger was in his career. But this would have been 2004, and he had not been performing live for almost a decade. And so he was very out of practice and he wouldn't go back to touring for another year, a few years after this. And so I think that's why that performance is so infamous. Were you able to find it? No, I was not. I almost don't want to see it because I like Bob Seger and I don't want to see him suffer. Oh, we put him against Jackson Brown and Jackson Brown totaled him. I could see that. I mean, really, it's what you're in the mood for, I suppose. Fun fact, those guys were inducted into the Rock Hall same year, 2004. Same year as uh, George Harrison and Prince. Weird. Who was that year? Yeah. Just something, later. He, just something he knows without uh, hesitation. No, 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 no. I remember that, that year. No, no, no. That. Joe knowing that just doesn't surprise me. It is a beautiful thing. Just no, I'm just surprised because I assumed I knew that would have known that also because I definitely remember that ceremony. That was that was the Prince year. Yeah. For a number of reasons, good and bad. We we're still talking about it. But what are we talking about today? Thank and you when so is William much. William Shatner getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Thank you for that perfect segue, Todd. Yes. So, our longtime listeners know the last time you were on this show, we evaluated the Rock Hall class of inductees on a scale from who needs the hall the most to who does the hall need. And the last time we did this, I laid out rules that were confusing and nobody really came in with the same. You were supposed to bring in list. two separate lists or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and no. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You this was did last it. year. We, yes. Yeah. 
we've we've decided that my way is the correct way, which is what I did last year, which was I just put them in a spectrum from who needs the hall to who the hall needs or vice versa. The idea that it's a, it's like a balancing scale of like okay. if they need the hall more then the hall needs them less, et cetera. Not perfect, but it's definitely less confusing than to have two separate lists. Kristen's oh. correct because that's how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, I didn't. Need, I I did not balance it on the other end at all. My I'm gonna have to refigure it now because my list is entirely weighted on who needs the rock hall more. I mean, the rock that, hall's needs are irrelevant to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that that will come. I think that may naturally just fit into what we're talking about. And, you know, I, I, I can tell you, I'm looking at my list right now, and it does not. Well, I mean, well, then that will perhaps provide great discussion for this episode. I agree. And I think we should start on the end of who does the rock hall need the most slash who needs the rock hall the least. This and is a, this feels really oh yeah, easy. This is the obvious one. Easy. Yeah. yeah. It, well, yeah. I was to me, it was really between two kind of vying yeah. for this slot. But no, there's I think a, there's, there's a, clear a real number two and clear number one. one and two. Exactly. Okay. And I yeah. think that I think we'll we'll be on the same if page. we don't have consensus on this, I will be surprised and I will still be right. Okay. Um, so <laughs> who does the rock call need the most? Who needs the rock call the least? I'm going to say someone who said out loud, I don't need the rock call. Someone who tried yes. not Dolly to Parton. even. Yeah, that's accept. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. I put Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. Everyone got it. But you, Lena, <laughs> I, I don't trust you. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, this is pretty clear of the rock hall bending essentially its rules and guidelines to fit someone because they need the star power so bad they need you know a figure who is beloved by all and is so famous anytime she does something and we saw when she decided to try and remove herself from the competition so to speak and tried to recuse herself it became headline news yeah dolly parton also does not need the hall because she's has all the laurels you could imagine just no, as she's, she's, her profile is not going to be raised by this. Mm -mm, mm -mm. There's, yeah, it's like it, there would be nothing she could do to raise her. Pro I mean, she could like murder someone or do something like bad. She, didn't she do like an NFT within the last year? And Good like it didn't God. even register. Like no one even cared. Well, I mean, oh, like wow. to be fair, literally everyone. Everyone has, put has out done an, an <laughs> NFT. She didn't. She do like Oreos. I think there were like I know that Gaga did Oreos. She did something. She did. Ta she she was really food. pushing the Taco, the Taco Bell. Bell Mexican the return pizza. of the Mexican pizza. I remember she was in a Super Bowl ad this year. I want to say that was the Oreos one. I could be wrong. But uh, yeah. for what it's worth, I would not say that the Rock Hall bent the rules to induct Dolly Parton. Well, I mean, she she's not the only country artist in there. She, I would say she might be in terms of people inducted as a pure performer. Uh, and not an early influence, I would say that Dolly Parton is the most country least rock of those artists. That, that is fair. Yeah. She's by far the most country or the least rock of the country artists that are in there. Yes. That's right. have, have you considered that she's married to a real rock and roll freak? This is on the record. This is, okay. this is part of her statement when she tried to recuse herself. She said, she listen, said my husband is a rock and roll freak. So I... <laughs> So I get it. And that's why I cannot accept your nomination until. Mm -hmm. I, I, did, I don't know what they did to, to bend her on this, on her rock purism. Yeah, I mean, I we also, and we, we've speculated on this before, and perhaps we have some insider knowledge, which is that, you know, the Rock Hall does not typically induct more than six artists a year, and they're inducting seven in the performer category. And we may have heard that Dolly who did really well, but then stalled out when the news came out that she didn't want to get in. She wound up at seven. And when mm -hmm. she indicated that she would participate, they kind of stretched the arm a little bit longer so they could scoop Dolly into this year's class. I don't know. That's how they did it. I feel like. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't like... agree. I, I don't think she was in seventh place, though. I don't think she was. I think okay. she was not. I think she was in the top six and they were like, oh, shit, if this is going to mean anything, we've got to make it happen. We've got to get her to say yes. And I think that they buttered That's her the up. They said, you're getting in, sweetie. We what don't do know what is done specifically 
inside the rock hall to make artists that they really want to be inducted inducted we've heard rumors but i would believe they would do everything in their power to make sure that dolly parton was part of this class no they desperately need dolly parton that wonderful amazing beloved perfect icon and it also helps with their you know gender diversity problem a lot absolutely yep absolutely (laughs) and she's still alive you know i mean there's a lot of good things that like she doesn't need it the reason and then i know who are we going to move on unless you have anything else to say about dolly i think we can go on to the dolly has been talked to death yeah it just slides us into the obvious number two candidate which is eminem Uh, correct that's what i have as well yeah uh, Uh, all across the board he's a number two for me i considered putting him lower and only because over like the decades, he has really done his level best to chip away at his own credibility mm. and his own legacy. But I think at this point, it's safe to say it's literally impossible to do that. I think you may be right. You know, there's a lot of rappers out here trying, though. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I, well, the thing is, I guess, I guess if you, I guess if you went full yay, if it was a full Kanye, then yes. But barring doing that, mm-hmm. I think he's probably fine. Yeah. The only thing I can think of that would that made me think maybe he should be lower is that Eminem, I think, wants it. I was going to say the reason he's clearly couldn't be the number one, like uh, they need him more than he needs them candidate. He could not be in the number one slot because he showed up last year. He went to Cleveland to perform with LL Cool J and not that like that's super far from you know, Detroit, but it's not that he's a full-time Detroiter to my knowledge. And so I, I think, you know, him showing up and playing the game a little, that already just shows you that he's he's into it, that he's like looking forward. Oh yeah. And this wasn't even a new thing. I remember he inducted Run DMC. Mm-hmm. So he is willing to play the game. Right. Yeah. And this is like, this is almost like a if you're a first year eligible hip hop inductee, that puts you into the Pantheon. Not saying that the, the rock hall decides this Shout but it's out a, pantheon it's a certain <laughs> it's a certain pantheon of hip-hop greats and you know he what he wants to go down as one of the hip-hop greats and this just adds to that collection of awards and prizes and, and credibility but ty weren't you also thinking about like the vma is not that it, like anybody else on earth but you and i would think about the vma is <laughs> but like it was it was on my mind when i was looking at the list because He's a very serious guy. He does, I think, despite some albums that he puts out that are very peculiar to me, um, definitely cares about his legacy and where he fits into the rap game and the annals of history. But like, also, he went up on a stage with Snoop Dogg and did a metaverse NFT thing that was so embarrassing. And like... We two for two on NFTs so far. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I haven't looked them all up. Imagine, (laughs) just imagine, imagine those dragons. But like Snoop Dogg can get away with it because Snoop Dogg just like. That's his brand. He entered self-parody. Yeah. He entered self-parody so early by just immediately being like, how many things can I rhyme with shizzle? Uh, (laughs) You know, so he's fine. He can do whatever he wants. But Eminem is really not that guy. And so watching him do that and kind of just pratfall so hard, I was like, oh, man, is he actually starting to lose some of the sheen? But he's still Eminem. I mean, like he's been making bad albums for quite a bit now. Like he has enough to, you know, a handful of bad albums and many other embarrassments. I will mm-hmm. also say that and he is still um, what, one of the biggest names alive. Like, yeah. that's, regardless that's of, the key. Yes. The thing that really made me laugh, did you watch is like the Rock Hall has a YouTube vet, like channel where they will sometimes put up stuff about the artists that they're inducting. Mm-hmm. And they'll yes. be like, here's who influences them. Here's who they've influenced. And when uh, they did one for Eminem and like the last person they had listed for people he influenced was Ed Sheeran. And I want an apology. Whoa. Whoa. From everyone. There's nobody I don't want an apology yeah, from. Yeah, I think everyone should be universally offended by that. Terrible. Everyone should feel bad. What's, uh, where's the lie? <laughs> I mean, you, you're not wrong, but also, like, I haven't we all just agreed to not look at the poop? Like, we could just not look at that. Let's just not look at it. Eminem is not only the newest inductee, he's the only one who could put out another, another charting single right now. 
correct so yes right. and and, right. and like you know he won't but it would be cool um if he well, you know the thing is Kristen, honestly is because with the way the charts are now and how they uh include streaming eminem has continued to have charting songs technically because he is such right, a popular a artist one. no 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 new yeah new ones really yes absolutely he, eminem puts out songs relapse two or whatever is uh i can't off the top of my head say what like the discography is but like for sure he has put out songs that like you or i wouldn't know because you don't hear them on the radio or anything but like i'll pull up his call two i'll pull up his his singles discography what an embarrassing album cover (laughs) it's it's pretty bad yes (laughs) oh my god Look, wow. anything can happen. There's also there's going to be a third Venom movie, or if you prefer Venom <laughs> movie. <laughs> Eminem had a number three hit in 2020 with a song called Godzilla with with Juice World. Oh yeah, and there was another song, just an album before that same year called Lucky You, which was number six. So like these are within the past few years, and he's like I said, these are songs that are charting. So I mean that speaks to why the Hall needs Eminem. Because he is far and away the most relevant artist on this list. And they need those newly eligible artists to make them seem fresh and not stuck in the past. But yeah, so after Dolly Parton and Eminem, those to me are very clear one and two. Then I think, I don't know, I could be convinced kind of either yeah, way. This is where you get kind of like into the jump. middle of the scale. Yes. You it's, know? A, it's a big I jump. I would say like... The bottom five, I am rearranging still back and forth, but my number three is also pretty solid in, in there. I see. I'm I've in moved, the middle there's ground. two that I have keep moving back and forth, but that I've toggled okay. between. And now I'm looking at him. I kind of want to move. Now I'm, I'm going to make a move. I'm making a move. Making I'm a move, officially making a move on my list. I'm copy pasting. Okay. And there we go. The Okay. Here we, that's, I'm so, right. It's okay. Yeah, I feel I feel okay about my number three, but again, I could be convinced. My number three is Lionel Richie. That's who I had, and I just swapped. <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that. You could have told us you you swapped my, Lionel Richie in. No, I, mean, I like, have integrity. That, that may not be the the choice. What, no, what I don't you... think that's right. That's why I swapped it. Because in does my, anybody, does everybody else have Lionel Richie? No, Lionel no. Richie is what do nowhere we all near have? that on my list. What do we all have? Do we all have Duran Duran? Mm, no, I no. I, that's. I don't. I no. do not. Um, so my argument for Lionel Richie is here's another person who was just very well decorated, has a Kennedy Center honors. This is someone, if Lionel Richie had not been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't think anyone would have been like, that's odd. Why isn't he in there? It just, his his nomination kind of came almost as like they had set it up last year because he inducted somebody and he's a huge name of these names on this list and talking about name recognition. Like this is somebody who is, you know, at one point was maybe top three most famous people in the world and continues to have that type of name recognition. I do think he wants it, but that's why I was thinking of him as number three, but I'm, I'm curious what, what you guys have to say. I bumped him down to number four. Yeah. I also bumped him to number four, but who do you have for number three? I don't know. Let's let's talk about Lionel Richie here. I, I don't want to go out of order. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, we, we could kind of say our thoughts a, about Mr. Richie. I just think of him as so, so famous. For me, I think that Lionel Richie maybe needed a tiny bit of cred because okay. for a lot of us, Lionel Richie is still like not far from Barry Manilow, I'd say. Like, that's the overwhelming image we have of a very lame guy in the mm-hmm. mid-80s. Fair, fair or not, but that's, yeah. Definitely the overall. Uh, Out of curiosity, is he, in, is he inducted with the Commodores or no. on behalf no. of the Commodores? Mm-mm. No. That's very strange to me. Agreed. Yeah. I yes. think it should this have been the other why. way around. I put him all the way towards the bottom. He's actually second from the bottom on me. Oh, wow. Oh, you thought love, you really love, did. Love that mustache. But like his solo material, fuck, is it boring? Like he's got a couple tunes that are okay. Sorry. I don't like, he has no, like, he's okay. He's, uh, I don't know. Like, Sometimes when I think about this stuff, like as I was going through the list, I was like, how much would I enjoy watching a performance from Lionel Richie at the Rock Hall? And the answer is, I I think I would fall asleep. I think I would be out like a light by that point. I'd be like, good night. Wake me up when somebody like better comes along. 
Bro, I just like, think put, it's put just not going to be a big career boost for him to get into the Rock Hall. This is like middling career boost. Like I said, when it comes is, after the Kennedy Center honors, it's yeah. like it has less weight. That's why I have him at number four is because I'm yeah. just like he it to me, he feels like right in the middle of the scale. Like it just feels like people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Lionel Richie. But I don't think he's getting a big boost from it. And I don't think the hall is going to be able to be like Lionel Richie. Like, you know, I don't think he's going to be in big, bold letters or anything attracting people to watch the ceremony necessarily. I don't think he's not. Yeah, I could also see. But I don't see think he's at the top. I, I think when he's we, you know, third, fourth from the top. When we talk about like the headline status, like when mm-hmm. uh, the inductees are announced and who gets in the headline, I could see him being the third name after Dolly Parton and Eminem. I don't think that's crazy because he has that kind of name recognition. I mean, he is extremely famous. He is right. extremely famous. He's never quite had that cred and i feel like a big problem here is that the rock hall he's too big for the rock hall to grant him anything so he's not going to get as much of a cred boost as he wants from his this is going to be like when they in when they in the 90s when the rock hall existed to induct like james taylor and eric clapton and bonnie Raitt. the rock hall's reputation is just not going to burnish his at all it seemed it just seems like an oversight on the Rock Hall's uh, existence that they haven't done it already. The Rock mm-hmm. Hall in 2022 as it exists now. I had him at number three, and then I did my little last-minute swaparoo with Duran Duran. See, I I have Duran Duran. Do I re- do I reveal where Duran Duran is on my I, list? I don't know. Let's, right what's there? your number four? I, I, I like... I'm going to structure your podcast for you. And uh, <laughs> I, I think we should go down your list. Okay. My number four was Carly Simon. Mm-hmm. No, no, kind of, no, no, oh, wow. no, dead no, last no. my Simon. dead last, my dead last, dead last, absolutely dead I, last. Well, I guess I was I, without I, a doubt. It was like the first thing I did was wrote her as last. Like I wrote Dolly first and her last. Similarly, it's just that Carly Simon is a big name. I don't think if she had not anymore, she's just not like kids know who Lionel Richie is. They've heard they've seen the hello parodies and things like that. They've heard, you know, all All night, but they do not know who Carly Simon is. They may be familiar with you're so vain through like a Taylor Swift type of dive or something, but they do not. Carly is so out of the public eye right now especially because she doesn't perform she doesn't tour her name doesn't like she is coming back into relevance they they didn't need her like they didn't need to put her in necessarily like it was an oversight and i'm glad that she's getting Mm -hmm. in but it's not going to sell tickets that carly simon is is getting in and it's going to only boost her name recognition right now or like you know put her back in the news cycle like when's the last time carly simon's been in the news cycle i mean sadly to bring it down both her sisters died this week oh and uh you know thoughts to to her and her family but that was yeah that made pretty big news but i know what you're saying like in terms of celebrity status it just felt to me like her legacy would have been fine without this uh i guess is what i was thinking of like I don't know that she was even thinking this would ever happen for her. So it's like she didn't need it. But I, but the the things you've laid out are also that also make a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm genuinely shocked that you have it any higher than like six. Yeah, I thought maybe you would do six. This like I mean, kind of like I said, this like four. middle set. I mean, like kind of just after Dolly Parton and Eminem, it really like if I had been feeling a different way at the moment when I was making this list, it could have been like completely flipped around. You know, yeah, it, is, I, it is kind of fascinating that all the inductees, every single one of them is like a big, big name who at one time was like a humongous, you know, headliner. There's yeah. no like obscure 50s doo-wop groups or like or even like Tom Waits, like a, an underground respected guy. These are all headliners, basically. Yeah, it's, it's this is a pretty mainstream list. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't so okay? I I had said and that Carly makes it Simon. a little difficult to rank. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I exactly. But I had I had said Carly Simon. It made the room gasp. It was dramatic. Mm-hmm. And on that on that drama, before we go any further, why don't we take a quick break? And then when we come back, we will continue on 
with this list. So don't go anywhere. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We hope you had a nice little break. We hope over your break. You, you re- recovered from your from your shock at where yes. Joe placed Carly in the uh, in the lineup. Absolutely. I was gonna say that's the almost the exact same thing I was gonna say. You know, I saw it, I I saw it on your face. <laughs> jo- Joe, Joe needs to be thanked for letting us know about um Carly Simon's tragedies because I did have a bunch yeah. of mean-spirited jokes written down about how much I don't like her music, but now I won't say any of them because that would be really you know, shitty. We, re- well, we respect also, her in this troubling uh, also, sad time. Joe, thank you, Joe, for letting us know what is apparently very big news that none of us knew. No. So again, yeah. it, it just goes to show, I'm, I'm not saying that it is not tragic and sad, and I really do, like I was, I Googled it, uh, as you said it, you know, and that is just a horrible thing to happen. But I will say probably, in those articles, they say Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee Carly Simon lost two sisters. I, I think that it is once again like lending her more credibility than she's lending the hall. Fair. All right. So we we are halfway through talking about the artists. This isn't uh, you know, we've got my side of the list, uh, but you know, these these all fall in different places for you guys. As we get into the second half, this is where, and again. I don't want to belabor the point, but like could be up and down, left and right. I put Eurythmics here. Interesting. So you have Duran Duran so far down. I am just shocked mm-hmm. because I think of, I just want to talk about Duran Duran. I'm sorry. I keep moving. I keep, I, it's just like they were so high on my list. Let's, well, they said, we'll tease that for later, yeah. I guess. You know, if you want to hear us talk about Duran Duran, okay, keep listening. So Eurythmics, I had honestly next to last. So two spots oh, wow. down from here. And I had them I, at number five. I had them after Lionel Richie. I also had them at number five. Yeah. Yeah, I we, think all, like, we had them at number five. That's me too. I just haven't heard much talk about Annie Lennox. It seemed like an oversight and it seemed like their star was fading. And yeah. I feel like this would have been a, a bit, this is going to be a big boost for them. To me, I feel it feels like very much the middle. Like it just mm-hmm. feels like it gives this is like probably and I mean, I won't say it like that, but like the most this is the most art forward act. This is giving them the most kind of like art school cred of the bunch. This is the least down the middle mainstream, I guess, unless you uh, with Judas Priest also, but like down the mainstream, like they were really, really popular, but they were popular for having weird music, you know, mm-hmm. and like kind of, you know, making strange music that you could dance to. And that was interesting. And so for me, I'm like, oh, they give the hall like a little bit of art school cred. But then also, like you say, it's not like they are a household name these days. It's mm-hmm. not like people are just always 
always talking about them, but I do think that I didn't watch the new seasons of Stranger Things, but I bet like Sweet Dreams was somewhere in there. I think that was think so. earlier. Sweet, Sweet Dreams is definitely in House of Gucci. Ah. Uh, wow. That's wow. right. Prominently Something in the we uh, saw it together. trailer. Completely re- related. If Kate Bush did not make it in this year and she didn't, gosh, when will that ever happen now? Like well, th- this well, sort of felt like it would have been the year. It will I mean, be, there's a delay. Yeah. So like Yeah, the, it's looking good for her next year, better than yeah. it has ever, ever looked before. Because that the whole Stranger Things thing happened after the inductees were announced. And then there's Got like it. a six month waiting period. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, then it probably will happen. Um, I think, I mean, like as as good of a shot as she will ever have. Uh, how, I would be how much do you do you factor in when you're thinking about this? How good the performance is going to be? Like, how much do you think about that? Not much, really. It, it's more about almost optics. Like, it's kind of how I look at it. Like, does it? Because I think I put Eurythmics right in the middle. Similar things to what Kristen was saying. They're not a band anymore so like it's not going to do much for them i guess in terms of their legacy as a group you know if we're being honest great group not a like full-on legend status 80s act they weren't a stadium band like u2 or something they're Mm -hmm. in that second tier so Mm -hmm. inducting them allows them to be thought of and talked about in a way that where it highlights their greatness but at this at the same rate, like the hall can use the art school credibility and like the weirdness so that this induction class doesn't look like a bunch of people who made pop or rock songs that are like kind of straight down the middle. That's fair. Like there, I guess there is no other new wave act out. Uh, no, there's Duran Duran. 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 A pretty big one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like Duran Duran is so Duran Duran were such pop stars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, I this is where I put Benatar. At number six? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's also where I put her. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's where I have her also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that sounds right to me. I put her at number six. Yeah. I think it's going to help her. I just think it's like she needs it a little more than they need her. She's not going to be a big, largest font on the marquee. It's much like her music. She, it's like serviceable. It's like she is going <laughs> to, mm-hmm. you know, show up and, and she's going to show a good up. Job. She's going to do a good job. People are going to enjoy it. When she's done, they're going to go. She rocks, you know. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel, dude, Todd, were you not also thinking about the fact that we literally did an episode with Pat Benatar versus Joan Jett? Yeah, and we we talked about that, and it always seemed like Pat Benatar was more of a like was only like a rocker for a couple albums, and then became a pop star mm-hmm. to the point where, like, otherwise with her pedigree, she would have been in the Rock Hall a long time ago. But she was making music that the Rock Hall does not generally like. Ditto Lionel Richie. It was yeah. a little too slick, a little too not written by her. And Which is sometimes true and sometimes not. But yeah, generally, yeah, produced pop, you know, that like the the Hall looks down on. Yeah. Also, I want to point out again, like I, I realize that maybe what they what they play at a show is not that important. In my mind, I feel like it's got to factor in just because people it's are going to end up in, in, in a YouTube algorithm. Like people are going to be like, oh, this was played and then they'll watch it. And if it's a good performance, then like at least for a little while, the Rock Hall of Fame will like stay in their mind. Like, oh, wow, that's right. Like sometimes they have like really good performances, like an artist comes on the stage, maybe like a guest comes on and plays with them like. These things do happen, like these performances that sort of stick out. I mean, like um, Prince, Prince's very famous performance, people forget that Prince was only just starting to come back after a long time in the wilderness when they when he played that performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People were hyping up the album he had made at the time. And in hindsight, people don't really remember that or think about it very much. But they do remember that performance. And yeah. from then on, Prince's legacy was never in doubt. Part of why I, I was inclined to put Pat Benatar a little further down was because she's not going to play hit me with your best shot because she's a, have you heard this story? Did we talk oh, yeah. about this Todd? Yeah, yeah. We she about she won't well. play that song because, oh, yeah, guns. because it's because guns, which uh, look, in I mean, what world? Their, each their own, I guess, <laughs> but look, uh, you know, we're not going to be political about this, but like, I just don't get it. 
I don't get in what world that benefits anybody. And no one listens to that. You don't want to play Nobody it anymore. Nobody thinks yeah. that song is about guns. Bullets, Nobody, yeah. We, yeah, we've discussed this on no, the she show. No, does, she just doesn't like the song. Yeah, you don't it's want it. to play it. That's it. So like, it's an easy excuse to seem uh, also like you're doing the right thing. It's like virtue signaling mm-hmm. to for something that you didn't want to do anyway. It's a convenient virtue signal, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It just makes me think that she probably won't play it, and it's like. Wow, what the hell, dude? Well, I mean, she's got plenty of other good songs. I know, but that song's real good. But that's, I, like that, I would have predicted We're she would have played that. We're going to argue over this again. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't put her fully at the bottom because it was like, I think it is good for the hall. When you talk about the gender issues at the hall, that always comes up. And with Pat Benatar, it was like, if not her, who? Like, this should be your fucking bread and butter. Like, this is a classic rock act. The more you don't put her in, the more it makes your biases more clear. So I, I I have her just slightly above the bottom, but I do think this is very good for Pat Benatar's legacy, you know, because it, sure. it, it could go the other way. Like you said, it, it's not the most solid case, but with the Rock Hall induction, you know, that will be in her promo material for the rest of her life. And near G- Neil Giraldo's uh, promo material. <laughs> yeah, I'm well. like really happy for very, him. Very, very important. Yeah, I he mean, just, that's really you know, what it was all about. He worked so hard for this. <laughs> We're just glad to see him finally uh, you know, get they, his due. They unveiled the plaques at the museum in Cleveland. And it's just as Pat Benatar. It does have their names below, but it just says Pat Benatar. Does and she then... have a logo or something? Because, you know, the plaques look better. If you have a logo, you get like a bigger spot on the plaques, which is one of my favorite little facts about you know the museum. who surprisingly has a logo is Carly Simon. Well, say what? Yeah. So it's I just... know Dolly has one. Did they put hers with the butterfly? No, they just put they just put Dolly's name. Uh-huh. And then Rude it's like, as hell. Put in the thing with her signature and the butterfly. That is Dolly's logo. And then, uh-uh. you know, Eminem obviously has like the backwards E. And then the the bands have logos. But yeah, Benatar, it says Pat Benatar, no logo. And then underneath it says Pat Benatar, Neil Giraldo, as though they're members of a band called Pat of Benatar. Of the band called Pat Benatar. But bon in, all, in all the promo material for the induction and on the Rock Hall's website, it's listed as Pat Benatar and, and Neil Giraldo. And mm-hmm. so- Take with that what you will, but bless them. They could have just said Pat Benatar and Pat Benatar's husband. They could have done that. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Benatar. Yeah. But he ain't he ain't Mr. Benatar. That oh, that's be, true. She Benatar is her ex-husband. That's true. Yeah. That's right. True. So that would be a little that'd be a little strange. All right. We're getting to my final two. Mm-hmm. And it kind of speaking to Todd's point, there's nobody here who isn't like a big mainstream name. Usually this is where you put like someone like the zombies or like, you know, an act that hasn't been around for a long time and, and needs the, the final credibility. Um, So yeah, I put Judas Priest as my second to last Mm -hmm. just because they fit that bill of like, they are a huge rock band that does not have this distinction. The rock hall probably would have they seem like they, for decades, like they were fine without putting Judas Priest in. But this just, there's so few metal bands and they need to be in here because they are one of the great metal bands. And this will, again, all their promo materials for the rest of their life. Rock Hall inductees, Judas Priest. I, I literally, I put them at number three. Same. Wow. That is how badly I think that The Rock needs metal bands. And if you're going to have a metal band, like... To me, Judas Priest is like top five. Like you both super, put them at important. number three on yes. your list. Yep. Yes. I, I had no I, idea. We did not speak about this. I can't believe that that's what we did. I also had them in number seven. Yeah. I, For me, metal is like country to me. As far as the Rock Hall goes, the Rock Hall has neglected it so much that like the metal scene seems like its own ecosystem that doesn't really give a shit about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like it took them till like 2006 to induct Black Sabbath. Like yeah. if it took like, them, Ozzy's not even in on his own, is he? No, no. Mm-hmm. that probably Ozzy's won't happen. Megadeth's not in. Maiden's not in. I don't. Maiden man. is not in, which to me is a very wild one. But I think they had to get in Judas Priest, you first, know, yeah. first. I mean, they they put Eminem in. Like they don't have to do it in any order. They've completely <laughs> given up on that. It's more like, is the Hall gonna get a a boost from Judas Priest being inducted? Unlikely. It's unlikely that metal fans are going to be like yeah finally now the rock hall is cool and i like it i think it's more likely that other people are going to be like 
oh, Judas Priest. Oh yeah, that's right. They kind of rock. Oh yeah. You know, or like, oh, Judas Priest, I don't know much about metal. If they're getting in, they might be somebody, you know, or like maybe they'll have just like a killer performance. Are they going to perform? Yeah, they'll perform. And they're reuniting with some of the members who haven't played with them in a while. Which so the maybe metal they'll fans have like exciting. a killer performance. And like, I think this could like be kind of like a big boost for their yes. current relevance, like for their um, remind the mainstream audience of their power and how cool they are and be like, remember fucking Judas Priest? These guys kick ass. I, I can see it, actually. I, I see why you guys are coming from. But for me, like what seems like the most obvious outcome from this is that the rock hall and the judas priest if you want to look at each other like hi well bye Mm -hmm. and it just seems like a mismatch to me and i think also i mean to your to your guys's point judas priest is getting inducted as musical excellence which as we know is the category the hall creates to put in artists that they feel like they need to get in so i think that's to your point maybe put judas a little bit higher on the list much much like dolly Rob Halford has just said, this is, what is this? This seems stupid to me. I don't know what you guys are doing, which is fair. I think they're going to feel it at the ceremony, though. Not unlike Robert Smith, like coming in, rolling their eyes, and then the power of the moment and getting this ostensible Lifetime Achievement Award is going to be moving for some, if not all of them. You know, like I said, actually now, again... I think you guys are are selling me on it because, like, when you're a metal guy, you don't get recognized by the industry Mm-mm. ever. No credibility, ever. no mm-hmm. respect, and it's it's too bad. Yeah, and I I think I think I might bump Priest down a little bit. I think my last one is controversial. This is oh, an insane. This is a, yeah. this is an insane move, Joe. And I'll, like, I'll, get, I... I'll get my reasons behind it, and you know, maybe I'm I'm being. You know, uh, I think you got in one of your moods. <laughs> I think you got in one of your moods. You kind of you doubled down on a th- a feeling that you have and have expressed, which is how thirsty Duran Duran is to get into the hall. But you forgot the other half of the other side of that. Well, coin. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose I should have taken some of the other aspects. But what I was thinking was that Duran Duran historically never got respect as musicians they were beautiful men who are on the cover of tiger beat and for a long time they were dismissed as not being important as not being significant they made catchy pop songs but as we all know that was not a cool thing to do for a very long time only until relatively recently have we been able to look back and appreciate music like Duran Duran? Duran Duran is not ever on the list of the greatest bands of all time. Duran Duran is a group that is finally now getting the respect that they, depending on where you fall, deserve. I would say I would be a a part of that crew that would say, yeah, they deserve, they wrote great songs. They did it for a very long time, but for the longest time, they didn't get any respect. And to get this finally elevates them to a different strata. Yeah, but they've got multiple VH1 behind the music episodes. So, Think you know. about that. You ever, that well, is something that Joe, I can't believe he would forget considering the importance of uh, behind the music. And I love the 90s and pop-up video and all of the the great programming of VH1 uh, has uh, impacted his life. I think mine also. I mean, mine as well. Uh, we none of us would be here if it weren't for <laughs> video hits one. <laughs> for video hits one, I think that the thing that you left out, and this is why I last minute even switched them into third place. But I could swap. To me, Lionel Richie and Duran Duran could be in third or fourth place. They could they could be combined into third and fourth place, just standing next to each other for different reasons. But the reason that they cannot be in last place is, and you know this, Joe, the rabidness of their fan base and their fame, their continued popularity and fame. They are going to bring it 
for the hall this year. You, they're going to be the Jamily of this year. It's going to be the Durannies out there freaking scalping tickets and, you know, wearing their outfits. Like, you're going you're gonna to feel it in the room if you are there, which we will not be. You are going to feel that people are there for Duran Duran. And that is, they need that. They need to have an act that excites fans. And yeah, I, I, I suppose. And we'll I just get think outside. Them and we'll, send, we'll sell those tickets and get people watching it. You I don't guess. think so? In my opinion, outside the concert setting, though, that immediately goes away. It's like, yes, the Duran Duran fans as a group are rabid. They will show up. They will be excited. But like, I don't think that extends to the public at large. You think that Carly Simon fans? (laughs) I think I think Carly Simon has more respect on her name as an artist than Duran Duran does. I would say that the fact that Carly Simon was not in already disproves that. Okay, And. I think that was more of a genre thing, like keeping. Well, they don't in- like singer songwriters. Like, they live to put in singer songwriters from the seventies. What are you talking about? I this mean, this is like the last one. I, yeah. yeah, I suppose. Is Kevin Stevens in yet? Yeah, yeah. But I, I think Carly's. Okay, I think it's a it's a soft like she's the but... last one. Also, it's just she's not in the public eye. And I think that that is just to her detriment and not. Like, you know, probably not for her mental health detriment, not to the detriment of her mental health, but like, I just, to me, her relevance is going to go way up and Duran Duran, like they're already, they're out there, they're on Jack FM every 20 minutes, like they're- Yeah, but like they will, this is their, we're finally being taken seriously moment. Yeah. And that's that's why they belong in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It puts them on the same level as Benatar or or Mm -hmm. Richie, Mm because like if- I don't know if a buddy came up to you and said, hey, I, uh, you know, want to go got some time this weekend because I got Duran Duran tickets. You would say yes. Mm-hmm. Same with Lionel Richie, same with Pat Benatar versus Carly Simon. I think you would be like, I, I got shit to do. To almost well, anyone, I, well, I would go. I would go. Uh, I would push my glasses up and go. Carly doesn't do a lot of live performances anymore. This is a <laughs> one in a million chance for me. That and then I, I would I would get beaten to a pulp. I think to your point, Joe, I agree with the legitimacy thing for sure. But I went into it when I was going to put them, when I was like constructing my list, I also had them further down until I found out that as far as the the, the general populist vote, they had the, like the largest percentage of votes. I think they had like 33% more than the second place vote, which was Eminem. Yeah. And like also <laughs> like what a crazy time too for the, for the Rock Hall that like, I think it's like the top eight people that got votes like in the general vote are all in this year. Mm-hmm. Like Joe, when have, whenever has that happened? Never. That never yeah, happens. This is, and that just shows you again, how like what a populist class this is. Like Absolutely. it's a very weird, you know? And to be clear, the, the reason Duran Duran was at the top was an well, I'm effect- sure they lobbied for it. <laughs> an effective mobilization of troops. You know, the, the, but, look, but there were the troops to mobilize. Yeah, if they didn't have the juice to make that happen, then it wouldn't have happened. True, very true. That's just that is not eighth place thinking. You know, fair <laughs> enough. I, I I concede that I was in a mood and I <laughs> felt strongly about my uh, my theory. What I, I like, though, thank you for giving us uh, something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been boring if we all had the same list. So, Very true. You Kristen, know, even though yours was egregiously wrong. <laughs> egregiously. I, I mean, truly, there's just some major misstep. Some. I mean, the, the, the two most obvious ones we all agreed on. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's a, it's a mishmash after that. Yeah, so, I, I feel pretty strongly about Carly Simon in last. Yeah. But other than that, like that between two and eight is it's a it's very close. It's razor thin. Yeah. Just can't believe we didn't talk about Harry Belafonte. <laughs> For some reason, uh, yeah. we don't talk about the dead ones. What do you wait? What? I thought Harry I, Belafonte is still alive. He is alive. Oh, Harry is Belafonte. He? He's yeah, he's a, he, he is old and and you know not uh, doing great. But he oh is, my gosh, he is. I could have sworn. I think he is the oldest person to ever be inducted while still alive. He is ninety five years old. 
Yeah, so, I mean, like, as someone who's it, been it's a not human- like a wild idea that he would not be with us. Yeah, right. But like, he's been a humanitarian for all these many months. I'm mm-hmm. sure that like something like if he's got like charities or organizations, and I'm sure he does, the mention of his name will they'll probably get like a boost. That's all I wanted to say. Also, he's in a movie called The World of Flesh and the Devil, which is one of the great apocalyptic movies about racism that's not Night of the Living Dead. And if you've never seen it, I recommend it. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, I kind of think Harry Belafonte kind of lives, exists outside of this. Like he is a true early influence in some ways. Like uh, to me, I'm like, they gain credibility in that, you know, they have, they're inducting like a great uh, civil rights leader and with like a storied career. But I also think they elevate his name by bringing it up, just reminding us, oh yeah, Harry Belafonte, what, a, you know, an incredible guy. Yeah, let's not forget. Yeah. You know. So and doing it while he's alive, you know, we we just love yeah, to see that. Yeah, it's kind of shocking that, um, like Harry Belafonte is the like the exact kind of guy that this uh, category exists for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to sneak him in at the end. I'm yeah. glad you did. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I want to hear before we end here. I want to hear everybody's lists as they were written coming into the episode. Kristen, I'll tell you my you know my last minute switch. But yes, when I do. came into the episode, I had Dolly Parton, Eminem, then I had Lionel Richie, then Duran Duran, Eurythmics, Benatar, Priest, Carly Simon. All right, uh, Todd, who did you have? I may have rearranged the middle a bit, but Fair I enough. can't remember what. But uh, one last minute switch I did was uh, I had Eurythmics dead last, and then I switched that for Carly Simon at the last second. Interesting. And Lino, what was your list? Um, so after the first two that we all agreed on, um, I put Judas Priest, then Duran Duran, then Pat Benatar, then Lionel Richie, and then Carly Simon and Dead Last. You forgot the rhythmics. Oh, where did I put them? Between Duran Duran and Pat Benatar. There we go. Okay. Well, this ceremony's coming up. It's coming up fast. We will not be there, and thus the ceremony. Will it happen if we're not there to see it? Todd, you go crash it and let us know. I could. Just just explode through the wall like a high sea man. What I recall is like when they're not in Cleveland, they're usually in New York, right? Or is that Yeah, not- yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like the the ceremony this has not new- been in LA for a nine years and before that it was twenty years. So it's a rare occurrence, but they're they want to put LA back in the rotation. So So you'll you'll get another chance. Allegedly. If we're, if we're not all dead within two years. Yeah, but I'm like two years if, from if we're now. Not all <laughs> dead, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> or if, or if more of us, you know, don't stop getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to exchange some words with my friends who are in love. That sounds terrible. Despicable. Yeah, terrible. I'm not it's the worst. Not happy about it. Well, gang, this was great. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for joining us. Uh, the the podcast is song versus song, but I, I want to give you guys the opportunity to, if you want to plug specific episodes that have come out or are coming out or if you just want to plug your social media your youtube channels perhaps i want to give you guys the the chance to do that well what would you say is a really good episode for people to start with lena oh gosh i don't know i'm on one yeah that's true (laughs) oh almost exactly a year ago by the way like almost a year ago to the day wow well yes because you invited me on your last rock hall induction podcast right which would have been returned the favor exactly Exactly. So, exactly. October of your own. <laughs> well, it was a t- it was a Toddtober, which didn't you do that? It was Toddtober. October. Yeah. That's oh, wait, that's what I call it. I called it Toddtober. Well, Some people call our podcast the Toddcast, and that's hugely insulting oh. to me, and I hate those people. <laughs> um, I don't know what what are some good episodes. Um, we did we did a. So first of all, if you pay a dollar, you can do our bonus episodes. Only a dollar will get you every bonus episode we've ever done. And we recently covered the 1990 film adaptation of Monster Mash, Monster Mash the movie. A great, a a terrible movie for the world, but I think a very good episode for us. Yes, that was a fun one. You benefit from the trash, the monster trash. And I thought that the um, the Miley Cyrus versus Sia episode, which was also very recently. Chandelier versus Wrecking Ball. Ooh. Ooh. Both both Ooh. things that hang from chains, yes. Yeah. Boy. Oh, who do I I mean, I think I might come down on the chandelier. But I think that's what I would choose ultimately. Is a but it's tough. Very powerful song. That's and what a powerful fuels the show. Yeah. That so makes if sense. you want to check one out, that's a good one. And uh if you want to check out uh my main job, uh you can uh check out YouTube where I review music under the name Todd in the Shadows. Excellent. And where can we find you guys on social media? Well, you can find our podcast at Song vs. Song Pod. 
on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Shadow Todd. And Lena, go ahead. Where am I? Uh, Alina is you. Where am I? Perfect question for the ages. (laughs) Where are we all? Well, guys, I appreciate you taking the time to to join us. This was a lot of fun. And our listeners know they can follow us at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter and Instagram. RockHallPod at gmail.com is the email. If you want Kristen to see your message, you need to designate that somewhere in there. Otherwise, I'm not going to forward it. She doesn't want to read it. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us five stars only. Anything less than five would be rude. And you don't want to make us cry. Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusuke Kim for the music. And thank you to Pantheon Podcasts for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Studdard. Who cares? About the Rock Hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.